Entrepreneur on Fire 761. Two months later, I was the only wallpaper store around, but I almost gave up too soon. Don't give up too soon. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Casper brings you an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Are you ready for better nights and brighter days? Visit casper.com slash fire and use promo code fire to get $50 toward any mattress purchase. Selection, speed, and creativity are just a few of the benefits of having several designers work on your project. Start your next design project at 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Gary Leland. Gary, are you prepared to ignite? You better believe it. <laughs> yes. Gary started his first retail store in 1979, his first e-commerce site in 1996, and his first podcast in 2004. In 2006, Time Magazine included his podcasting website in their 50 coolest websites of the year. Today, Gary spends most of his time running the Fast Pitch TV network, but still dabbles in the podcasting world as a founder of Podcast Movement awesome Fire Nation, and a publisher of Pottertainment, the podcast magazine. Gary, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight. So take a minute, share a little bit about you personally, and then expand upon the biz. Well, thanks, John. And I appreciate you having me on the show first. But yeah, yeah, I, I do a lot of stuff. And it's really hard to cover it all in such a short amount of time. I know that sounds crazy, but I run maybe 25, 30 different websites uh, from different genres. I have two brick-and-mortar stores. Uh, one of them is the largest wallpaper store in Texas. Most people aren't prepared for that one. Um, I, <laughs> I have eBooks. I have six or seven podcasts. I have like six or seven podcast apps. Um, I, I do a lot of a lot of stuff, but it all, all of it circles around one thing, and that's making money. <laughs> I mean, when you get down to it, I like to make money. Everything I do is about making money for the most part. I'm real honest with people about that. I like making money, and a lot of m- most of what I do, somehow or another, comes back to making money. Well, Gary, we're brothers from another mother when it comes to this, and I am always stressing the Fire Nation, never be ashamed of coming out in forefront and just saying, hey, I'm looking to generate some revenue. I'm looking to make some money. What we're doing as entrepreneurs, you know, we're doing because we're looking to lead an amazing life. And you know, what money can do for that, that can allow you to do some incredible things as well. If you want to go down that charity road, now you can. You know, If you want to buy that Ferrari, well, then now you can. It gives you the freedom to live the life that you you want. So never be ashamed of that, Fire Nation. I love it. I mean, Gary, you know me. I publish my income reports. I don't try to hide behind it because I do feel like that's a really powerful message to send. Entrepreneurs, make money and then do what you wish, which hopefully is going to be some good with that. And Gary, we're going to dive into your journey today and really do really a deep dive. But before we get into all of that jazz, we always start with a success quote. And how do you actually apply the success quote to your life? Well, my quote is from Abraham Lincoln, and I've loved it since I heard it when I was very young. And it's the things that are left to he who wait are left by those who hustle. (laughs) And and I think it's just a standard part of life. How many times? I mean, 
John, think about it. how many times have people you, you can imagine said, you know what? I got a good idea. Maybe I'll do that someday. And guess what? Some guy hustled it up, did the idea before they did, and uh, it wasn't left for him because it wasn't left by the guy who hustled. So I think people don't move fast enough on things. I think they study things too much. I think they plan out too much, me personally. I know that works for a lot of people, but I'm the kind of person that when I want to do something, I just pretty much do it, put all my energy into it. I find if you put all your energy into something, it usually will succeed. That's why most things don't succeed is that people don't put the needed energy into it either hard enough or long enough. They give up too soon. Well, Gary, you have a ton of energy. I've been honored to have met you in person and see you know the incredible job that you and your team did at the podcast movements just this past August in Dallas. And coming up in Fort Worth, Texas this July is going to be another amazing conference. Pat Flynn, keynoting, by the way. Um, Pottertainment, an amazing magazine that I personally subscribe to and enjoy whenever it comes out. And let's just be honest. I mean, I get an email at least once a week, Gary, of people that say, oh, John, I was thinking for years to launch a seven-day-a-week podcast. I just never got around to it. And I'm like, well, (laughs) you just never got around to it. Left by those who hustle. (laughs) (laughs) So, Gary, you've had a fascinating journey. I mean, you started a retail store in 1979, an e-commerce site in 96. I really want to do a deep dive into one story specifically. And where we started Entrepreneur on Fire is with a failure or a struggle or an obstacle. And Gary, really take us there to that moment of time. And let's dig in. This was one of the questions that took me forever <laughs> thinking over. I even talked it over with my wife last night. I mean, I never even read these questions people send out. I bet I put like two hours into reading this oh, thing. I love it. And uh, my wife came up with uh, the answer last night. And I didn't even think about it, but my biggest obstacle failure came roughly 10 years ago, maybe eight years ago. You know, one of the things about being successful, John, is you have a lot of money coming in. Right. You're you're making money and you're busy making money. So you have to rely on some people to do some things. Uh, I had in the low, low to middle six figures embezzled from me. Whoa by someone who had worked for me for 10 years, friend of the family, had been at my house for Christmas. We'd had a baby shower for her when she had a baby. I mean, someone very close. And there was only one way this could be done. And it was the way she figured out how to do it. And it was something that I never even could have contemplated doing. But um, that was a major hit on us. And it happened at the time the economy died. When we found out, uh, it was back in, what, the economy died in like 2008? Yeah, exactly. I guess in 2007 is when it really started teeing off, 2007, 2008. So I'm having to pull out money out of my investments, which have dropped in half. You know, so when I pull out $300,000, well, six months earlier, that was (laughs) $600,000. Right. Two years later, it was $600,000. Right. But when I had to fund myself, you know, so so I took another hit there. But uh, that was my biggest failure or obstacle was uh, overcoming that because um, you're never prepared. You know, John, the thing is about that, if I can just uh, talk a little bit more, sure. it's amazing. If you're open like I am and you talk about things, I talk about everything in my life. I'm real open. It's amazing. I live in a, 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 a gated upper community. The mayor lives down the street of Arlington. And it's ama- so most of these people are businessmen entrepreneurs, own their own business, professionals. It's amazing how many people on my street or my neighborhood 
who I've told a story to have said, yeah, I had uh, two million embezzled. Oh, yeah. I caught them early. They only got 40,000. So it's way, way more common than you know. But you, you don't know it because you're not talking about that. But it happens more often than you think. No, I mean, Gary, this is just something that I think is an important issue to bring up with entrepreneurs specifically, because what are we doing? We're building businesses. We're growing teams. You know, We're bringing on people to actually help us take things off of our plate. But what that does is give them responsibilities, gives them access to certain parts of our businesses. I mean, this is really important stuff to focus on. So Gary, like, what can we kind of take out of this, of that experience that you had that could really help our listeners that are in that process right now of bringing on people who they know, like, and trust and, and who are building teams out and are giving access to maybe bank accounts, you know, maybe just CRM, you know, different things that could really put them in a tough situation. What do you say? The solution we had is no one has anything to do with the financials anymore. My wife and I just work the extra hours. Mm-hmm. You know, and do that ourselves. I mean, if this person who we've known for that long worked for me that long, you know, had done that many personal things with the had done it, and, and you've heard stories of family members doing it, you know, to other family members, I'm sure. So um, this wasn't a family member, but uh, I just we just pulled everyone out. Of the no one's in the loop anymore when it comes to anything financial. Not even checking the bills. Because they could be ordering stuff and shipping it out behind our back and checking the invoices as they, as they come in. So we just took that in-house and we worked the extra hours. Mainly my wife, to be honest with you, took that duty over for the most part. So I don't have a good solution for you. You know, like I said, we just couldn't trust anyone after that. It was too, it was too hard to overcome. So Fire Nation, you know, what I really want you to take out of this is, you know, this is a serious business. This is your business. And as you're building that team and as you're setting up structures and as you're seeing what you can take off your plates, you know, the certain things you need to keep on your plates are things that are just absolutely mission critical. If you can't afford, you know, to have something happen like what happened to Gary and what's happened to so many others, then you just don't let that opportunity even be out there, not even let it be possible. And Gary, let's let's move to the other end of the spectrum now and let's tell another story. This story is going to come from a different angle. It's going to be an epiphany that you, Gary Leland, have had. It's going to be an aha moment. It's going to be, you know, this light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. And of course, Gary, I mean, you've had hundreds. You've had, if not thousands. I mean, you're just this guy with energy that's doing so many incredible things. What is that light bulb moment that you had? And really unpack it and share with us the steps you took to turn that idea into success. Turning the ideas to success was very easy. Um, it was understanding the um, idea and, and picking up on it. I was at a convention back in 1983 in Chicago for my wallpaper store. And uh, I was talking to a wallpaper manufacturer who tried to sell me, and uh, someone came up to him and spoke to him and said a word that I was not familiar with, with, with how it would apply to this situation. And I asked how that would apply, and that made me millions of dollars over my lifetime. Whoa. Just that one word, just understanding that one word. And the word was turnkey. I could not understand how turnkey would involve to wallpaper, selling wallpaper in a wallpaper <laughs> store. Then I found out he was very upfront with me that wallpaper installers made most of their money off of installing wallpaper, not selling wallpaper like I did in a store. So where I would pay maybe $10 for a roll of wallpaper and sell it for 20, they would pay $4 for a roll of wallpaper and sell it for four. Well, it 
that Monday when I got home, I hired two wallpaper installers, and I was in the turnkey wallpaper business. <laughs> and I called every wallpaper guy who company I did business with, and uh, they all were like not liking the idea, but they they couldn't do much arguing about it. I was turnkey, and so until this day, I don't have wallpaper installers anymore, but I still get turnkey pricing just from knowing it. So over twenty years, I've cut my wallpaper costs in half from that term just paying attention and asking the question what does that mean so like i said didn't take much to put it into effect it was just paying attention and asking the question you know where a lot of people go that didn't apply to me i'm not going to pay attention to it you know so that that was my biggest uh aha moment the one that made me the most money (laughs) and gary putting yourself in the right situations i mean fire nation you need to be willing to invest in yourself like, you know, would Gary put on the podcast movement? I mean, it wasn't even a second thought. I knew that this is where podcasters were going to be. Of course, I wanted to be there. And just like Gary knew that he could learn some great things at this wallpapering convention, I mean, he knew he had to be there. And one word made him millions of dollars. And it all came from him taking the time, the energy, and the money to get out there, invest in himself, and make that happen. So, Gary, you just dropped a lot of value bombs throughout that entire aha moment. But I just want you to pull out one. Like, what's the one thing that our listeners, Fire Nation, can really walk away with that, you know, we can potentially even apply to our businesses right now? Listen to what people are saying, not listening to your mouth talk. I, I know a lot of people have a problem with that. They have diarrhea, the mouth, I call it. <laughs> and they pay more attention listening to themselves, what they're saying, than they are what's being said to them. Usually this is something you see in very unsuccessful salespeople. You know, they don't listen to get the closing questions so they can close the sale, you know, to get the answers they need. No, I love when I hear that you have two ears and only one mouth for a reason, and it should be pretty proportional to that. So, Gary, you've had a lot of proud moments. You've had a lot of times that you've launched something that's done incredibly well. Again, we've mentioned Pottertainment. We've mentioned Podcast Movement, which was an amazing success and will even be a bigger one next year. What would you say, if you could just take us to that moment in time, what is your proudest entrepreneurial moment? This took a long time, too, because I've had a lot of them. You know, when you're my age, 60, and you've been in business since you were (laughs) a teenager, you know, uh, you've got a lot of things that that have happened to you. And I was thinking at first it was being uh, in the Dallas 100 Awards, the 100 fastest growing businesses in Dallas back in uh, 86. Uh, That was pretty exciting. I was number 99, but I was in the top 100. (laughs) But then I really thought about it. My proudest moment was like uh, 14 years ago, I guess, to to this year, when I started uh, my company, softballjunk.com. And I went out to a ball field, and I saw a guy wearing a softball junk cap. And he had no idea who I was. And he had on one of my caps, and it was a coach at at a softball tournament. And I remember I walked by him and saw that softball junk cap on his head, and I got on the phone and called my wife. I might even have to use a payphone back then. I don't know. <laughs> I said, Kathy, you're not going to believe this, what I just saw. I just saw a guy with a softball junk cap on. And that was probably the most excited I've gotten about anything was seeing this guy wearing a $14 cap. You know? Oh, love that. I mean, those are the moments, Fire Nation, that we live for when we create something that people are talking about or it gets published in some great magazine or if it's retail, somebody's wearing something that you've created. I mean, it's just phenomenal stuff. And 
Gary, I love talking about the philosophy of the entrepreneurial journey, you know, specifically with someone like yourself who, you know, is 60 and has seen, you know, that roller coaster that is that journey, the ups, the downs, the wins, the losses, the successes, the struggles. What can you share with Fire Nation about keeping some semblance of a balance during this really emotional roller coaster ride that we're on? I mean, there's no such thing as that perfect balance when it's an entrepreneurial venture, but how do you keep some semblance? Well, you're right. Yeah, you're definitely right. And you know that from being an entrepreneur. But, you know, when you can't get off work, you know, when you are the work, when you can't go home and say, okay, I don't have to worry about that till tomorrow, especially when the bad times come, you know, when you're like struggling to make sure all your employees get paid. That happens to everybody who's in business long enough. Sure. I believe, you know, you're going, okay, I got to pay all my guys Friday. And then I like to pay the people who are individuals that are subbing for me that, that's Joe's paint service or what, you know what I mean? And you're, then I'll worry about everybody else. You know, I don't, I don't know a good answer for that. I'm one of those people that can just go to sleep no matter what. I wake up early at like 3 o'clock and can't get back to bed thinking about it, but I can go right to sleep. <laughs> but I can go right to sleep. I just can't stay asleep. Or I can't get back to sleep. So I, I don't know that I have a good answer for that, to be honest with you. I just say, you know, if you do the best you can, if you're really trying and you're really working at it, you're probably going to make it past that down point in your life. But you need to be creative. And sometimes you just have to figure out how to reinvent yourself, you know, so that you're, whatever you're doing is more relevant because things change. But if you really work at it, you're probably going to make it through that down spell. I think too many people give up too early. No, I love that bit about reinventing yourself. I mean, it's something that as entrepreneurs, you need to be ready and willing to do when you see the time is right. And that's by, you know, remaining cutting edge, by keeping your eyes open, by always keeping that finger on the pulse. So when that reinvention time needs to happen, it happens. And Gary, speaking of reinvention, I mean, we talked a lot about all these great things that you've done throughout your journey and about what you have going on right now. But what would you say if you could just break it down into the one thing that has you most fired up right now, what would that be? This is kind of a strange one. I explained this to someone yesterday and uh, who was a big social media guy. I won't say, we, you know him, but I won't say who it is. And he could not get it, I don't think. <laughs> so I'm going to see if you get it any better. Okay, I'll I. try. Okay, first of all, the website, if anyone wants to see this, is fastpitchsearch.directory. Now, nobody here that's listening will be interested in this website. You know, there's just nothing on it. They're going to have any interest at all. But what I've done, I'm going to make this real short for you, sure. is I've made 50... I've made one main Facebook group, the Fast Pitch Search Directory. Off of that, I've made fifty more Facebook groups, one for each state in the country, one for Texas, one for California, blah 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 blah. Now, each one of those fifty groups, off of those, there are eight groups for the age group six and under, ten and under, twelve and under, fourteen and under, sixteen and under, eighteen and under. This is a total of four hundred and one Facebook groups. So are you with me so far? I'm with you. Okay. Now, what these groups are are for kids and coaches to find teams and find players. So if you're a 10-year-old parent of a 10-year-old in California, you can go to the California page, go to the 10 and under, and say, I have a catcher looking for a team, and the coach can check that out. I am really pumped about this. I started this in a beta in Texas six months ago. Now the pages in Texas are already hitting over 1,000 users. Some have over 1,000. Some are approaching 1,000. Now do the math real quick, John. Yeah. I have 401 groups, 
if in the next six months, all of those hit close to 1,000 users, in one year, I will have 400,000 users on my pages, in my groups. Now, let's just take that down the road. Let's say it doesn't multiply quick, but two, three years from now, I have a million people in my group. Then I can use if this, then that, so that when I make one post with the right hashtag for an ad, because I sell stuff, I'm real upfront about my my show, sure. podcast and show is about selling stuff. So when I put a post on Facebook with the proper hashtag, it'll place it in all 400 groups automatically. So all of those hundreds of thousands of people will see my ad because it's my groups. They're not pages, they're groups. Groups seem to get a much bigger response than pages you know, as far as the people who see their products. So I'm really pumped about this. I could, I'm trying not to go on too much about it because I could use up all our time. But this <laughs> has so many applications to so many people could do this that they just think about it. Now, any sport can do this, of course. You, know, you can do this baseball, soccer, football, whatever. But there are a lot of, lot of things that may not have all the age groups but break down into states you know, that could use this. And maybe theirs might have to 50 states and maybe they'll have beginners, middle guys, and advanced guys. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of opportunity here with these groups that people aren't seeing because they're not looking at them. They're just looking at a group, not groups. So I'm really pumped about it. I'm really pumped. Well, Gary, unlike the social media dude you were talking to, I totally get it. I mean, with Podcasters Paradise, Webinar on Fire, Fire Nation Elite, we use groups exclusively via Facebook because it is the best communication system that there is out there. Forums never work. Facebook groups work incredibly well. And one thing that I do want to step back and just share with Fire Nation, when you said, if this, then that, Fire Nation, it's an amazing tool, IFTTT. Just go ahead and Google it. And it just allows you to basically set up rules. So when if this happens, then that happens. So when you're saying, oh my God, Gary's going to go and do 401 posts and 401 separate groups. No, he does it one time using IFTTT and boom, the, the chain of events has started and he is just pressing a button called enter and his job is done. So powerful stuff, Gary. I need to commend you for that. I think that uh, some listeners right now who are hockey fans and who are soccer fans, might be having some aha moments themselves right now. I'm telling you, for sports, it's a no-brainer. I mean, it really is, because all these people in all these states, you know, and, and when you just mentioned something, John, forums dying, yeah. you know, due to Facebook. I mean, that's what killed the podcast pickle forum was Facebook and Twitter. But think about how many sites there are now across the country in each state or each city to do this. And a guy has to get on his page, go to their webpage every day to see if anyone wants his kid yet. Now it's sent to them on Facebook. <laughs> you know, this will kill. This will kill most of the softball sites that are for hunting for players. Right. I mean, to be honest, I would. I would think. You of know, just course. like forums died. Yeah. Well, Gary. We are about to enter the lightning round, but before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. If you're wondering how your small business can stand out in today's increasingly competitive marketplace, I've got one word for you. Branding. While building a brand may be easier and more affordable than you imagined, it still does require some time and money. So why is it worth the effort? Because it allows you to stand out. When customers have several choices, branding helps them make a decision. Your brand should highlight your unique virtues and let customers know what they can expect from your small business. In a business climate where the internet, social media, and technology create a lot of stats, 
static. It's crucial to develop a clear brand voice to cut through all the noise. Building a brand is a really exciting process, so get pumped up about it. Whether you need a logo to launch your brand, a t-shirt to show it off, or a website to bring it all online, 99designs is a great place to build your brand. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Re-energizing both your mind and your body requires sleep, but a very small percentage of us actually get to sleep our bodies need, especially us entrepreneurs. I know from personal experience that having a Casper mattress to curl up on each night can help, and that's exactly why I want to introduce you to them. Meet Casper, an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Let me guess, you're kind of afraid to order a mattress off the internet. I sort of was too, to tell you the truth, but never fear. Casper offers a risk free trial. Try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free delivery and painless returns. Casper not only offers a risk-free trial, they've got prices to boot. A king-size mattress is just $950. Compare that to industry averages. If you're looking for better nights and brighter days, look no further. Visit casper.com slash fire and use promo code fire to get $50 towards any mattress purchase. That's casper.com slash fire, promo code fire. Gary, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? I'm about that. That's all I'm about that. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? This was another one that took a while to become. You know, uh, right when I got out of high school, I, I didn't go to college. That just wasn't in the picture for me as a kid. But during high school, I worked at a clothing store. And they gave me a job as a manager over three stores in the state of South Carolina. So I did that. And then I went and joined a company going door to door. And then I went on my own. So I guess it just took me a little while to get the experience to know how to sell stuff and to know how to go door to door. Because when I started as an entrepreneur, I started my own door to door company selling stuff. You know, so uh, it just I had to get the experience. This is the only reason I held up. Coolio, what is the best advice you've ever received? Actually, I just received that uh, a few years ago. And it was, uh, if you help people get what they want, you automatically get what you need. Magic. It's magic. Gary, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. I'm obsessed when I do something. I am just compulsive, obsessive person. Anything I start, I just am doing it all the time. Um, right now, I'm, I'm on Instagram, learning, doing Instagram all all the time. That's all I'm doing is Instagram. So, I mean, I am compulsive, obsessive. I do not stop until I feel I, I may never be an expert on anything, but I get so I'm pretty good at everything. But I never claim I'm an expert, but I get so I'm pretty good at everything. And I just I am just nothing but that 24 seven until I get it down. Gary, you are a renaissance man. And do you have an Internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with? That you can share with our listeners. I tell you something I like. It's called Seattle Clouds. Dot com And Seattle Clouds, and I'm sure there's other ones like this you may have seen, but it's for building uh, iPhone apps. Huh. And for $99, you can go on there. They have 50 te- – I'm not getting any money for this, but they've got like 50 templates for $99. You build your template. You don't even have to know any HTML. You can put – mine, I'll run off my RSS feeds. You know, I'll plug an RSS feed in there for one of my shows or one of my blog categories, and then I will put it up for sale in the iTunes store for 99 cents. And I, I make quite a good income off of all of these I make. You know, some of them I do a buck 99. 
is according to what it is. They have ones for games. I made a game, um, fast pitch quiz game, you know, so, and, uh, I saw a ton of these, <laughs> you know, so I like it because it's easy. I can knock out, uh, an app in two or three hours and it makes me good money. Nice. Gary, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? I Dare You by William Danford, and it came out in April of 1940. And uh, this book was, my grandfather had to buy this. He died when I was in the second grade, and I'm 60 now, so you can do the math. Yeah. But he had to buy this when he was an insurance salesman. And when I was in about seventh grade, my grandmother gave it to me, um, because I guess it had been on the bookshelf for whatever reason. And I read it, and it really changed my life. And it's a, a primer for being a salesperson. It's basic stuff in there, and you might say it's too basic, but you'd be surprised as to how many people I run into in sales positions that don't know these basic things that are covered in this book. I mean, from the 1940s, because some things never change. You know, holding your head up, holding your shoulders back, never change when you're trying to look them in the eye. Simple principles that people, I, I have so many salespeople that call on me that never have a chance just because they don't follow some basic principles. I Dare You by William Danforth. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Gary, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Okay, this one took a little thought. <laughs> but I think what I actually would do is on my computer, of course, I'd be setting up all my social you know, right off the back, email, all my social accounts. But I'd go and buy me a suit. I'd go buy like a nice suit, 300 I'd probably spend $300, $400 on a nice suit and tie and shirt. Because I'm assuming I don't have a closet full of clothes. Correct. You know, in this scenario. Then I would go get a job as a door-to-door salesman selling on commission something big like siding or storm windows, something with a big commission. And Anywhere's going to hire you on that kind of things, commission only. I mean, anyone can get a job. Just most people can't do the job. I right. did it for years, so, so I know the job. That way I could get some immediate income coming in while in the evening, and when you're a door-to-door salesman, there's a lot of sitting around. You're not like just walking down the street. You'll get you a front man. Like I used to have a front man. He'd knock on the doors for me while I sat in the car. His job was to get me in the house, and then he made 10% if I made the sale. Ooh. So I'd probably get me a front man with the rest. And then I would go selling the products because I would, I would have to believe that I can make a decent, quick income doing that. No, not the income I'm used to now, but that would hold me over so that I would have some money coming in till I built my online presence. Gary, I just love your ingenuity. I love that just hard nose, hard line work ethic. I mean, Fire Nation, it's what it comes down to. Get on some overalls and just do the work, as Stephen Pressfield would say. And Gary, let's end today literally on fire with you sharing just one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, just go to my website, GaryLeland.com. Everything I do is that, you know, I had so many people ask me, John, what I did 
that I made a website just to have all the things I do on it. <laughs> when it says websites, they're all my websites. When it says podcasts, they're all my podcasts. When it says books, they're all my books. But everything I do is there. And I love doing interviews. So if anyone's ever looking for someone to interview, send me an email. I love doing interviews. Well, it's obvious you both love and thrive on them, Gary. And what's your parting piece of guidance? Do not give up too soon before success happens. You know, back in the 80s, mid 80s or so, I went up to my wife and I said, Kathy, I think we should close this wallpaper business after <laughs> doing it 10 years. We're just not seem to be making money in our competition. With two of the biggest guys in Dallas, Fort Worth, Metrobooks were down the street. And she said, no, nah, I think we should keep it up a little bit longer. You can't work for anyone else, Gary. A month later, our number one competitor went out of business. Whoa. Two months later, the other one called me up and asked if I wanted to buy their, their inventory. So two months later, I was the only wallpaper store around, <laughs> but I almost gave up too soon, you know? So that's why since then I've said, don't give up too soon. Wow. Well, Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Gary Leland and myself today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com, type Gary in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with all of his contact information, book and resource recommendation. It's all right there. And Gary, Thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Enjoyed it, my friend. Fire Nation, ready to stop with the excuses and launch your podcast? Join Kate and I on our free podcast workshop and I'll hand you the keys to Ignite. Text PARADISE to 38470 to claim your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.